We're gonna be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. Playoffs? Talk about playoffs. And what does the sports world come to? We're talking about idiot kickers. He is ruined kicker. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost to the team. Mike, why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? If you were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. sports talk you'll need from one of the highest cities in america denver colorado it's marty and the night train ah we are here we are with you again pod number seven marty and the marty uh, marty and the night train marty dark with you night train with you Catching up, weekend recap, we have several things on the docket, some NBA, MLB, NFL league rumblings as far as how to get these leagues up and going again. Um, the star of the show has kind of come in and been Korean baseball. Uh, that's ESPN's new darling child. It's new sweetheart. Uh, it's everybody's must watch. Uh, we're going to have some thoughts on that league, that sport, and how that's sort of fitting its way into what we're missing um, right now in the world of sports, as we are, of course, on freeze, on frozen in sports pretty much around the world. Although a lot of sp- soccer leagues trying to get going as well. We'll hear kind of the thoughts there. Um I don't know. I, I, I've got. Uh, do I have you with me, Night Train? <clears throat> Night Train's here, Marty. Reporting for Pod. Uh, excellent, excellent. Now, we left you last Pod. You were going to enjoy the beautiful weekend. You were going to get out and play some tennis. Um, you were going to enjoy some time and then bring us up into speed. Uh, what you been getting into since we last talked? Well, we did play some tennis today, Marty. Finally, we had some trouble yesterday. Uh, courts were closed, locked up. Uh, now, when science. you say closed, locked up, is this weather or what's happening to keep them closed? Oh, this is because of the COVID virus, Marty. And, uh, you know, tennis players, I guess, don't social distance enough and um, <laughs> just really don't understand the logic stop, behind stop, tennis courts. Stop, stop. Okay, Marty. So you're and- saying you took your boy to play tennis. Over the weekend. Got them all strapped up, all sued up. You said this is going to be father and son tennis court, and (laughs) and, and tell me what happened. And, yeah, they were just all locked up, padlocked, chained up. And even uh, the park down here had signs that said, um, you know, it was punished. If you were to play, it was punishable by $5,000 fine or jail time. So oh, this is a, this is a jailable offense, a jailable offense to play. tennis. Wow. So what yeah. you did, you sneak so. into some wealthy community and play in some rich guy's backyard. <laughs> How'd you end up playing if you're under COVID-19? Okay. So Marty, this is the other part that doesn't make much sense here. So all we had to do, and thanks to our loyal listener, Razor informed me, uh, was go 10, 15 minutes into uh, Douglas County, man, hey, tennis courts are open, <laughs> people are playing. Uh, uh-huh. the, the one we went to, every, I think a ladies' league must have been there or something, but every court was full, so we had to go to the local high school. But, yeah, we played there, nothing 
you know, going on. So I guess by okay. that boundary, COVID just doesn't go. So, so Razor, you know, we're course, lucky there. Razor, of course, that's Dean's baby boy. Uh, <laughs> he just he just basically guided you to the next county, and you and and you and young uh, young son able to play. What did he think of it? Did he like the sport? Is there any promise to the sport? Will you be back? We will be back. He did like it. It was tough for him. And I probably got a racket that was a little too big for him. But it, by the end, he got the hang of it. So he was having some fun. He didn't win. And I don't let him win. So, um, you know, I don't know. He wasn't too thrilled. He doesn't like to lose. But he did have fun. So, um, yeah, it was a good day. We had a good day, good exercise. And so, yeah, it was just good to get out there good for you guys and yes it was and we'll take a little bit more of this uh this good weather now this good weather of course reminds us of baseball season right i mean isn't it mid-may coming upon us and we should be maybe having cracker jacks and a foot long to go with it and we're not we're instead being force-fed substitute told it's great or at least hey sorry this is all we've got korean baseball organization the kbo have you seen any of it? What do you think so far as this thing got off the ground here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have seen some of it, Marty, and actually placed a wager on it here and wasn't too happy about it, as you may have seen on Twitter. Oh, okay, okay. So, so, so how did you know generally? How do you, t- how do you know how to take a team in this league right now? How do you know it? Well, I didn't. I took a live bet. Actually, Marty, I noticed that little lefty from the one team was struggling a little bit. He was leaving balls up in the zone. And, um, you know, they had already had two runs. And the uh, live total was four and a half, I believe. And it was uh, the fifth inning. And so they got to him. They hit two more home runs off of him. But unfortunately, they were solo home runs. And they hit three to the fence, two to the very top of the fence, and only scored four. So... You know, just stepping right back into the grind, Marty, I guess, with the Korean baseball. But I will say this. I did enjoy the baseball. It's just weird watching with no fans, um, you know, the energy level. It's just kind of strange. But it was pretty decent baseball. You know, wasn't the greatest baseball. But um, it was definitely worth watching with have, without having any sports for so long. So you took your keen American baseball eye and you slapped it on that Korean baseball league kbo and you took a live play did not it did not go the way you wanted uh did so it's not. right back to where we started doesn't matter what country the wager is placed for uh same screw job as always it sounds like um uh, it's you like know the coronavirus marty it has no borders gambling has no borders right. betting luck has no borders House just seems to get it all in any country, uh, in any color, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, well, you said you mentioned how it, you think it looks weird or it's unusual seeing that without any fans in the stadium. Uh, if you think that's weird, um, see how weird you think it is with the big house with zero fans in it with a live game. If you think it's weird with no fans, uh, those visuals, I think baseball, honestly, just because it's such a quiet ambiance anyways, you know, it's not something where you have st- Now this is in most markets. I understand you get into Fenway Yankee stadium. I know that there are passionate baseball fans that are going to rock the thing. St. Louis is going to rock the thing the whole time, the whole night. Here, not so much. This is, of course, Marty and the Night Train, Mile High City, proud to broadcast from. You are not going to get a...
excuse me, you are not going to get a decibel level that makes it to where you can't think at Coors Field. Uh, so if you took fans out, I you could get used to it. It still it looks good with some fans, but hey, let's face it, some stadiums, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, have been playing near fanless for many many years, and they've been getting along just fine. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal for baseball. It's really not. It's just weird. And I guess over there, they are kind of passionate fans. So it must be a lot different for those players. But you're right. For most players over here, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. You know where it's weird is um, NBA Finals and home team has the ball down by one, 20 seconds to go. No fans. That's going to be weird. Um, Same thing with opposing team driving two-minute drill. No home crowd to deafen quarterback audible silences them. Um, You know, so those are going to be the weird. We don't care, of course. We'll take it any way we get it. But um, it's going to be hard to feel the moment in many cases, I would think. I don't know. Yeah, it's just so different. But I kind of like I always think about the Super Bowl and I think I've mentioned this on here before, but the Super Bowl is kind of that baseball crowd, right, where they're not very loud. Generally, it's more they just kind of sit and watch. And I love it because you really get a sense of the true just it's them versus them. And I think that's kind of what we'll get is, you know, there ain't going to be any feeding off the crowd or anything. It's just going to be me competing against you. And I think that's going to be fun to see. I, I'm excited to see it. It is different because there's no energy from the crowd. But if you just take that out, I watch a lot of games, Marty, with no sound on anyway, just to kind of get a better feel for it. Um, so I love it. So I don't think it's going to make any difference for me, but um, and I just love sports anyway, so I don't care. I'll we just don't take care. it any we'll, way we get it, right? We'll take it night. We'll take it right now in any way we'll get it. Of course, we've talked about that. Just give it back. But you see, the league's trying to propose different um, ideas here of how to get these things restarted. I know that the NBA is got. Uh, different team facilities, um, sort of the parameters of how to reopen those. Same thing, NFL. Baseball talking about potential shrinking down 80 to 100 games, doing this starting spring training mid-June, starting season early July, trying to get this thing going. Um, You're starting to see, I think what what I I feel like we're hearing, though, is we're getting kind of up against it for we need some plans. If by this date, here's where we go, we're going to get up against, especially in baseball. I was thinking about today. I mean, you could play, you know, half of this season could be in 100 degree weather and you're going to see a lot of playoffs in, in literal snow, in literal freezing conditions, the way this thing is potentially overlapping. So they'll have to get going very quickly on baseball. That's one that we can certainly do so without fans and get just as good of an experience. Um, 80 to 100 games is more than enough for us, though. We'll be just fine if we see that many, don't you think? Yeah, I'd be fine with that totally. But I think they need to be careful because They've already gotten these guys up, you know, once in spring training. And now it's going to be kind of like a second spring training. So what are they going to – I think it's either they got to do it when they say they're going to do it or just cancel it all together for this year because they can't just keep getting these guys up and down and up and down. Might see a lot of injuries that way, I would guess. Yeah, you're right. And you have to say, how much is it worth it? Because aren't you also going to want to get things started normally next year or or potentially add to something here for next season, as opposed to bumble this thing to where you get 
really a bad product right now, a, a confusing you right. know, mess. mess. Yeah. Right. yeah, just a mess of a thing that people are kind of turned off because you don't want to get any, you know, you hear sort of the rumblings of, I don't think the players necessarily always understood that, yeah, we're going to take a pay cut because we're playing less games, but they didn't necessarily understand the component of we're going to take a pay cut and some additional because there's all this loss of revenue at the gate, at the ticket, in the parking lot, at the concessions, the whole bit. That's coming out, too. So I think if you're baseball, you don't want that sort of public display of uh, greed getting in the way as we're trying to get this thing going. You're going to have some record unemployment numbers. People are going to say, you're kidding me. You're squabbling over these massive paychecks. Play or don't play. Um, So I think we are coming up against it as far as baseball saying it's a go or it's a no-go. But NFL... They still sit back as the beneficiary of so much time to come. You saw more movement since we last spoke. We were talking Andy Dalton, Big Red. Where would he go? The ESPN bottom line header uh, prior to this last week was, of course, you know, and the odds on he's going to New England. New England will resume itself as reigning champion, dominate the AFC East for another 10 years. And Bill Belichick retires at 80 with, you know, you know, some 14 Super Bowl appearances or victories, and, and that's just because they got Andy Dalton. Well, that didn't happen, did it? Jerry, Jura, went and got him <laughs> for a pretty good price. And my first thought was, that will teach Dak Prescott to ask for Russell Wilson money. Do you think this is any pressure on Dak Prescott, or is this just simply, that's the going rate for Andy Dalton, and Dallas had a need for a backup quarterback? Mm, it's hard to tell, but I would think it is pressure on Dak for sure. Why wouldn't it be? Like you said, we both think that uh, Andy has a lot left in him, especially you know, think about it, Marty, with, with a good offensive line and a good running game. A good, I mean, Andy Dalton could look pretty darn good, don't you think? Well, and I'll just say, tell you, Andy Dalton had, you know, at one point in time, he's had a really good A.J. Green. He's had some backs in and out. He's never had anything like Dallas was supplying him. Yeah. I mean, not even close. Now you would have to suggest that at a minimum, he's had the best running back he would ever have behind him. He's going to have... A, 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 a great dual wide receivers. I mean, they're going to address tight end in Dallas and, and continue to build that position. Wide receiver and running back is no problem there. Great offensive line. I don't think it was brought in as a quarterback competition by any means, but holy cow, Andy Dalton is a quarterback with his nine years of savvy play with now some actual and a, and a much better coach. Even though Mike McCarthy is not as, uh, as good as a tell us, he is. He's a lot better coach than Marvin Lewis, and that's in his sleep. He's better than Marvin Lewis. So Andy Dalton, if he had to be in action, forced into action some way, somehow, uh, that's as good as you can do probably in the NFL, I would think. I'm trying to think back of quarterback situations I'd rather have, and it's tough to find one. But I don't think he would have to be forced out. I think he, <laughs> if Dak played bad, I think they would make the move in a heartbeat. They want to win now. Jerry wants to win now. They don't. He doesn't have much time. <laughs> you know, I don't I hate to say that, but he's an old not, man, right? He's yeah, an he old man. You're right. He, he wants to win now, and I get it, man. I love to win too. And so, you know, if one guy's not getting the job done, then you got a guy that's behind him that's playing better. That's just common sense i don't think that he has to be you know injured for uh andy to come in i think he could just 
play bad and Andy would come in. I honestly believe that. What a beautiful game of poker it would be if Jerry called this. I, I was commending and still commend the Cowboys for not chasing Dak anywhere up and above they've already offered him. He is asking for, and I know that the uh, I know that the monies are expanding. I know these budgets are getting bigger. I know these revenues and share of revenues are growing. And so these numbers that we're talking about really are, are, are silly because it's pennies for, for many of these figures these billionaire and, 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 and advertiser partnerships are worth. But, you know, for so, something about Dak Prescott making more, being the highest paid QB in the league, it just doesn't sit right. And I don't think it did with Jerry either. And that's why they said, OK, we're going to stop right here as far as negotiations, slap that tag on you. And now we've got at most it's going to cost Dallas seven million dollars with Andy Dalton. And he's certainly somebody although it's sort of unusual to see how this scenario plays out where he's seeing significant action. I think he would be a quick, quick, easy get in and not miss a beat. But, you know, Dak Prescott had opportunities last year against Minnesota Vikings, the Jets, um, Philadelphia. These were all sort of win and you're in type games for Dallas down the stretch. Just needed the one, the Saints game, close, but just came up just short. So many times with Dallas, so many times with against Dallas, against decent teams. What you saw is they did just fine against the Redskins and the Giants, um, but they were not good against Philadelphia or anybody above 500. Okay, but a lot of that's Dak, and as Dak starts chewing up more and more of that payroll, and and you already have you've already committed to Zeke. And boy, it's a tough call, but I would pick Zeke if I'm Dallas and I can only keep one of those very two expensive assets in the backfield. Um, so to Dak Prescott, I mean, this is crazy to think that he's basically saying, nope, I'm top. I'm to be paid more than Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson's. I mean, he knows he's not worth more than Pat Mahomes and Pat Mahomes timing will just be, you know, he'll, he'll quickly obviously be the highest paid quarterback. But Dak could go from somebody who is kind of, put it all out there, let it all ride on he's the best in the league from a financial cost per season to Andy Dalton could see action and Dak never comes back on the field again, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly kind of where I see it going. And I see it going on the ladder because think about this too. Mike McCarthy has no connection to Dak, right? He didn't draft him or anything like that. If he plays a game like that Jets game last year, God, I mean, you saw that, how brutal that was. That would be enough for me. Totally. So, you know, I do think that that's going to happen, that he's going to go from asking for that ridiculous kind of money, because it is. You're right, Marty. There's no way he should be asking for the same kind of money as those guys. They're and not they have, the same yeah. conversation. You know, they're right. just not the same conversation, because to me, I say Russell Wilson is a carry-all quarterback. The entire team can jump right on his back. You're seeing Russell Wilson right now be one of the very few quarterbacks who he was a chief. He was cheap when they got him at Seattle. Third round guy. He was like four hundred thousand a year, mean nothing. Well, he's now the opposite. He is a huge chunk of the payroll. He is top duck as well. He should be. He okay? should, yeah. But he has. But see, he has elevated to somebody that can then take low end. Low, and I say low end. I I'm talking pay scale, younger 
receivers, running backs that are making no money because, A, that's what they've got. That's what they can afford. They don't have room for a $15, $18 million running back to go with him. But he can take that group of players and go a lot of places with him. He needs help still like they all do. We saw Tom Brady. He's going to need his help too. But Russell Wilson is right now somebody who you can say you can pay that because he can take more inexpensive players on his back and go much higher than they normally would. We know that. Dak, opposite problem. You, you can't get him enough tools, enough toys, enough speed, enough everything around him has to be premium, in my opinion, for him to be even in this category of top 10 type starting NFL quarterbacks. You take tools and toys away from Dak, he becomes much more like you saw in that Jets game where they lost a receiver and a guard and things didn't go well from there. Well, he's going to have a lot of those games in the future where they, he says he has to be $38 million a year and consume a whole bunch of money. We, we could have had a much better left guard and right tackle, but it's going to Dak. We couldn't get that third slot receiver because it's going to Dak, and we're showing that Dak yeah. needed all that plus. So I think it's going to be fascinating in Dallas. And Jerry's saying, more like you're suggesting, we want a Super Bowl. I want it now. It's been 25 years for Jerry. That's a long time for somebody who's been sort of, you know, thought of as a king owner, top dog, league, you know, face of the league type from an owner's perspective. He hasn't won one in a long, long time, but he spends a lot of money. They're on a lot of TV, and everybody tells us how good they always are. That is hard to believe. I can't. It was kind of shocking to hear that it's been that long and partly because of just, you know, our childhood. We remember how dominant they were with those teams, you know, Aikman and Smith and Irvin. Yeah, but it has been a long time. And so, yeah, I, I agree. And here's, here's the only thing you have to ask yourself in comparison, right, is if you put Dak in Russell Wilson's situation on that team, that team would probably be a four-win team, wouldn't you think? Totally, totally. And you'll probably see, meaning had Dak broken in and not had the beautiful line, the defense, the Cowboys around him when he did, and he did break in in Cleveland for a three-game replacement starter. His his future goes so different for me because he still doesn't have that – killer in me you know he's a, he's not a killer um he doesn't have that oh my gosh this is the one play this guy can make that only he can make he doesn't have right. that to him we had it had to have it Dak came through with it statistically though he looks fantastic the stats the court the the interceptions the tds he's got the one playoff win um and they haven't been great in those playoffs he does have the one um so to me, I think they did the right thing to wait, and they'll pay him based on this season. Because if he does, they're gonna, I, if I'm Dallas, I would rather pay more for Dak, seeing what he does right now, than paying a ton and hoping for the best. Because the last thing Dak left in our mouth, he couldn't beat Philadelphia. He couldn't beat Minnesota. He couldn't beat New Orleans. He couldn't beat the Jets. And these are all teams besides the Jets that he's going to have to beat again next year, and he's proven he can't do so. Uh, Marty, I, I'll say that I'll take a Texas-style T-bone with you that he doesn't play if if the season is a full season. Okay, we'll we'll just say whatever the season sure. is that I bet he won't play over half the games. So what eight over under eight, just straight up eight. If it's ten game season, wow. over under five. I don't think wow. we'll get there. 
Wow. Texas-style so T-bone. That's going to cost me a T-bone if he doesn't make it halfway? It is. Yes, it is. I'll take it. I'll take it. And the only reason I'll say it's a, it's a, it's interesting, but it's going to be tough, is he's, I don't see him getting hurt, you know, without the exception of a fluke injury, of course. So variable come in at any time, something below the knee, something devastating, of course. Um, I can't imagine – he plays so bad, so quickly to lose any and all confidence in this sort of new thing. Unless you know the whole plan was not that the plan was to never, ever go long term with Dak Prescott. It was to seize the next best moment. And it's not Andy Dalton either, most likely. Maybe they do have something else up their sleeve that they just are content with a small transition of. Um, gosh, that would be fa- Okay, you're on for a Texas T-bone steak and fries. All right, let's do it. Um, okay, well, that sounds good. And, and of course, we're still in Corona time, so you can't even guarantee that we get this season off. You can't say that. Uh, not in these times. Um, of course, in yes. Corona times. All contingent on the Corona times. Mark. Yeah, well, but, you know, one thing that's come in light, come good of, or maturing in light of Corona times is the unruly quilter. Now, again, this is Emily Unruh, and it's the custom face mask currently wearing comic book series, uh, Facebook mask, me and the family, loving them, having a great time. That's our sponsor show sponsor. So we want to send another big ups to them. I've heard report from the factory over there. They are getting a little behind on mass. And that's a good problem to have, folks. I'm just telling you, she is working day and night on these things. D- did you hear something similar? It sounded like they were getting pretty busy over there at factory. Yeah. One, one night, Marty, uh, I was texting, um, you know, Razor over there, and yeah, she was she was passed out, just too tired from working all day. And she had, I mean, I've been over there a few times, and that's <laughs> she's in there all the time. The way I understand, so. the way I understand, he's got it set up is he's got her downstairs in the factory. She'll come up about every six to eight hours for a glass of water, <laughs> and Razor will flop a bucket of water. She'll, she'll go back down. She'll crank out another hundred max. The way I understand it is she's allowed one big meal after a 12-hour uh, run out of this thing. Um, Razor sends her back down to produce the balance of the day's order, and then it's off to bed for three hours of sleep, and the thing starts over the next day. That's the way I understand they've got it set up right now because they're keeping up with the demands as Corona times extend. Uh, the Unruly Quilter is there for your protection. So a lot of fun, of course, unrulyquilter.com. Uh, another sponsor, friend, welcome to the show, The Damn Grill. Now, this is just off I-25 in Tamarack. This is here in the Tech Center. Uh, this is a great, great dear friend of ours. You can go in and literally say, hey, where's Fat Matt? And he'll come over and greet you. Now, this is all, course, prior to Corona Times. This is a damn grill. But they're still doing all sorts of great things at lunch. They're doing to-goes. They're doing takeout. They're Grubhub. Uh, they've got the great food. They've got the Bronco Burger. So here's the deal on a train. And I just didn't think of why would I deny or not take advantage of the great food, even though sports are on pause. Why would I do that to myself? So, of course, I'm going to do But they got the Bronco Burger. Okay. So it is a, a cook-to-order patty. It's cheddar cheese. 
It's fried onion rings. It's smoky bacon. It's a house-made barbecue sauce. It's a toasted bun. The things are fantastic. He's got it on the website. This is our buddy, Fat Matt. He's cooking them fresh to order. But it's easy. It's Grubhub. So we want to welcome them, and we look forward to doing a lot of stuff with them as we get back into sport, get back to where you can go sit down at a, at a damn grill with your friend that you that you had a good day with, a time with, hadn't seen in a while. If you want to sit down at the damn grill, get a great meal and something cool to wash it down with, not a bad place to do it, is it, Night Train? Uh, Marty, I can't wait till this gets over because before the lockdown, I was going to the dam uh, a couple nights, at least a week, usually to watch Nuggets games because uh, the Nuggets weren't on my cable subscription, first of all. And uh, so it, it's a great place. I first went there to watch football, and it, as you can attest to, it's a perfect place to watch football man especially if you got some wagers on the game and you got those screens all in a row right up there it's perfect and then they had the nuggets too so i went in there i was going in there like i said a few times a week and so i'm thrilled to have the dam as a sponsor i love that spot it's a great spot so oh i love uh, it i love it i love it i used to black out there all the time i love it (laughs) i bet you did marty i went there back in those days but um I will say, if you guys get that uh, to-go order, slap an order of that chips and queso on there, too, guys. Oh, boy, you're you're hitting the spot. You're talking about everything I might need here because it's wings, it's everything. But it's Grubhub, it's the damn grill, so thrilled to have them. Sounds good, but it's open. Lunch, dinner, whatever you need, they don't want you to go without your favorite bar foods just because sports are on pause, okay? So we'll get you back in here. Now, you're talking, and this will bring us back into some quarterback play because quarterback play is going to be only important, even though these players are going on teams on paper. we got to see them live action. Cam Newton is still without a team. Cam Newton has come out and said he's going to wait until there's a starting opportunity. He is not going to settle for an Andy Dalton situation, a Jameis Winston situation. He's not going to do that. He's going to walk in. He demands a starting position. So this is why we know that the Chargers had no interest in that direction. Teams are saying, well, we've got to commit to you elite starter money. But we're not really ready to do that. Now, here's where I think playing against Cam's favor. I thought originally this applied more to draft picks, draft picking. If if the season was to be significantly delayed and or canceled, would that change who you were going to draft? If you were going to do a quarterback, would you wait? If you knew it was canceled, do it next year with that group of players? Or would you go ahead and fire right now because you, you'd rather just get started and get something else next year? Well, with free agency like a Cam Newton, why would you want to go commit all that money right now up front? You can't give him a physical. You can't inspect him. You may not play this year and come next year. Isn't there probably going to be something a little bit more attractive to you than Cam Newton? Now, this is a 2015 Cam Newton. This is Cam Newton. Take those Auburn tires and put them on his back and lead him to championship. And he was, I mean, a true alpha, a true Whoa, he's different than everybody on the field, but his big old body's breaking down on him. And there's not seeming to be no value or interest. Um, What's the deal on him, Train? Is he going to stick somewhere? Is he going to be a team that has a midseason injury, an early season injury at quarterback, and he signed off the streets to take over as an immediate experienced starter? I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot today, Marty, because I saw a lot of comments on Twitter about Cam today. And some even comparing it to Kaepernick, like he's just never going to get an opportunity again. I found that 
quite ridiculous. I don't see it like that at all. Do you? I mean, he's going to be no. playing. <laughs> I feel, it feels like I see. I guarantee they're trying to set up that he's blackballed. He's being blacklisted somehow because of the little Bo Peep outfits or his his antics sometimes post game. I don't think that's at all what it is. This is no. a very undetermined season. He left us with a very undetermined taste in our mouth as to what he had going forward, and now we can't really inspect him or see him. And he's taking the position that I'm a starter or not. Well. And yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the point. It's like he's he's calling it on his terms. And well, the teams have their uh, priorities, too. So you're right. I don't think they're in a rush to sign him right now. And I don't think anybody should be in a fit that he didn't sign. I mean, Andy Dalton signed a backup deal. Who's that? You know, you just want him to go sign a backup deal right now. If he thinks he's a starter, then Hey, let him go try and get it. I'm with you. He, you know, not too far removed from being an MVP. And um, you're right. He was top dog for sure. Top dog alpha. Uh, It's just that part of that was his running. And I think teams are skeptical because throwing, he is a good thrower. I mean, he's serviceable, right? But also, um, you know, (laughs) <laughs> can have some mishaps thrown too, but the running usually made up for a lot of it and running for him, you know, picked up a lot of those short yardage down. So if teams think that that's not really an option anymore, then they're looking at him as just a passer. I think it's going to be hard. You know, it's just going to be hard for him. I'm not sure he fits the bill as a straight raw passer. If he don't have that big old body to add, right. as a, you don't know what's got. You, you know, I just don't know. It's a, such a slow release. I mean, some of these balls right before he was done and missed the se- rest of the season, you, you know, you could just see like, well, this guy doesn't look right at all. He yeah, is slower yeah. and slower. And so, of course, things can be done. Things can change. But I don't think teams would be scared of him at all from a he's going to sit back and slice you and dice you. They're not scared of that. And now they're not scared of, well, he could just keep this and go pick up this first down anytime he wants. That's being removed. I think it's a tough market for Cam Newton. If he was, though, to say, okay, fine, I just want to get just get me on a team because as soon as I touch the field, I'm taking over, that kind of thinking, he could get a $7 million a year backup job on any team. I think any team would want to take him because I don't see him going behind a clear starter. Okay, Um, and I know Jameis went and did this with Drew Brees. Okay, but but if but if Cam Newton was to back up Pat Mahomes, I don't think Cam Newton's in the locker room saying, I I don't know what gives here. Uh, I should be starting right now because I'm was Auburn. I was MVP. I was Super Bowl. I, I think he would do his deal if he got a job. Then it's like, okay, well. But you had your game. You got a three-game stretch, and it didn't go so hot. Uh, it's all on you. But I think he ends up that avenue. He's the backup that gets action potentially. But you don't know. Just like we talked about Jameis in New Orleans, uh, maybe he gets to play there. I don't know. I mean, it would take an injury. It would take really, really bad play. So, you know, Cam can get the deal that Andy got anytime coming up. You know, if he put his changed his asking price. Um, and I think that would change perception and his opportunity immensely. There's just not a lot of teams, I think, that would want to start their franchise with a Cam Newton in the state he currently is in. Yeah, I think teams are going to have to know that he's healthy. And if they do, then he'll probably get the money or close to what he wants. Um, but right now, 
you know, I don't think that they're just going to take his word that he's healthy. It's, there's going to have to be some proof. There. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, right. What do I sign? Yeah, no, you can't. Not not what he's going to want. The mid-20s and above. He's a starting right. quarterback in NFL, and his mind's still very elite. We're not, uh, we're not necessarily convinced of that. Um, let me just look at another piece of quarterback news, though. Uh, so Cam Newton, though, it's coin flip. I don't know. Um, We'll see. I think we'll just get a surprising headline one day. Um, you know, uh, Cam Probably. Newton signs for league minimum uh, to back up, uh, <laughs> you know, Gardner Minshew. I don't know. Maybe we'll get something like that. Um, but you saw after the Bears decline the Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky mm. fifth year, it made Nick Foles the overwhelming favorite to win that starting job in Chicago. Um, they're evidently going to move on from Mitch. I mean, if you liked him, you couldn't get him for any cheaper than that fifth-year deal. If he has a breakout, unbelievable, holy cow, Mitch Trubisky says we never knew what we had kind of season, you're going to spend more money, of course, uh, next time through. Um, Is this then officially now declared a bust pick and it's stamped done and Nick Foles is going to be the quarterback of the Bears? Uh, My opinion, that's exactly what it is. I don't know how you could look at it any other way, Marty, when you have Patrick Mahomes drafted behind your pick. Um, and just and really, Sean. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not only Mahomes, but uh, Watson. Just, and I think, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, too. It's like these teams get in this mindset and just lose focus of what's really out there in front of them, right? Like, oh, we need to look at all these analytics and these analytics tell us this. And like, really, what what can analytics If, if analytics you? got you Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> you would never use analytics again. again. I mean, that's crazy. Totally and how could you look, how could you look at Deshaun Watson, who's playing, I, I, Mitch Trubisky, in his college career, didn't play one game that sniffed the hair of the leg of an ass of what Deshaun Watson played in. He's playing against Alabama at the highest and highest of levels, playing through an incredible season uh, uh, and with, with, with just stunning type elegance. Okay. How could you have looked at their college careers alone and thought in a second that Mitch Trubisky is projects as a better pro? I mean, crazy. That guy still has this job. I know. You, I was going to say there's no there's no way I could answer that. You would have to ask the source of who made that pick because I don't think it makes sense to very many people at all. And obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know the proof the evidence was out there at the time. You know, it's not like it, we're just this asking. Was Ryan Leaf? You what know, are you it, on? Right. Right. So, so so Nick Foles takes over the job. Does that do it? So so you still have, of course, Kirk Cousins, who's to me, Minnesota is by far clear favorite. No doubt about it. That's the most solid, stable team in the NFC North. It goes Kirk Cousins. It goes Aaron Rodgers. It goes Nick Foles. This is not just the quarterbacks, but teams finishing in this division. And then Detroit at the bottom of this thing. It doesn't, whether it's Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky, does it change to where Chicago ends up in that division at all anyways? I don't know. I was thinking about this because I... Bulls overtake Aaron Rodgers? 
you were so down on the bears when we talked about those odds, those division odds a few podcasts ago. I, and think- I, I was kind of disagreeing with you. Um, but now I'm starting to kind of see your way of thinking and mainly it's because of the coach, you know, and, um, obviously the quarterback situation, but I do think that that Nick Foles will be a better choice for them. But the coaching I think is, you know, that year they went so far was really the defense, you know, and Fangio, and then they, he left and then, you know, guy or two leaves and that defense isn't the same. And then the offense was just as bad and then it gets heightened, you know? So, and then the coaching, the head coaching gets heightened too. So I, I do tend to agree with you more in the fact that, um, I, it's hard to see him. Yeah. They're eight, eight last year with Mitch Trubisky. Um, but they still have to go against Kirk Cousins and Green Bay. I just don't see how they're now better than either of those two teams, so it doesn't matter. But what you do have to declare, if you're Chicago and a Chicago lover, a fan, a Bears enthusiast, if you haven't criticized this pick yet and been just disgusted to no wits in, make you want to puke, make you want to vomit, this is the moment because they're now declaring that a bust, that you blew that, you wasted that. And it's not even like, it's like, well, no kidding, we could have told you so. Nothing in the cards except for 12 games at North Carolina told you Mitch Trubisky was to be taken there. And you now are watching Pat Mahomes. And, you know, of course, KC Mitch is rocking a social for us. Pat Mahomes is now declared, stamped, uh, stands above Mount greatest quarterback in the league. He holds a, And you took Mitch Trubisky instead. How could you sleep? eat, breathe again if you're the person that's responsible for that. How could you well, do that? Well, and that's the other thing, too. Like you said, it's not like Pat Mahomes was just out of nowhere, right? I mean, the guy was an incredible athlete. He could have been a professional baseball player if he wanted to. You know, I mean, I, it just, yeah, it just honestly is, you know, there cannot be labeled anything other than a bust. So they'll stay where they are, belonging in the bottom, belonging sort of in the cellar dwelling. And and, and luckily, you see, if you're Chicago, you're sitting there thinking, God, we are dumb. We got a dumb coach. We got a dumb GM. We've got really no quarterback plan at the moment. We're supposed to have this great defense, but it fell off without Fangio, right? Um, You're just so thankful that. Detroit's situation is even worse, an even dumber coach, an even worse coach, and a team with that's even more directionless, goes cornerback number three overall. Um, so I guess that's the thing. They're not going to finish at the bottom of that division. It almost seems impossible. Matt Patricia, has, if he was on any other team besides Detroit, he would be let go middle of the next time he coaches. Awful hire. Yeah, they'll finish last and it is probably a two horse race and that's the odds definitely reflect that. I don't think anything will change that. And Marty, uh, one more thing on the Trubisky thing, you know, you say, well, if he has one kick at, you know, what is he just going to during this Corona lockdown become some just fantastic quarterback and over the span of a couple months, it's a good point. And I never going to happen. I thought about the same thing. When you look at a guy like, okay, so Tom Brady goes to a new team after 20, years 
and he's, you know, getting busted for social distancing, can't be on site. You know, we obviously know the situation. Well, do you think that Tom Brady's going to be just a little bit better suited to get things going sort of under the gun, under fire in unique circumstances? Or some young player who's still yet to grasp it, like a Mitch Trubisky or a new draft? I mean, huge advantage for senior quarterbacks in this environment when this thing does get going, isn't it? Yeah, I think you definitely have to look at all that, especially if you're a gambler. <laughs> There'll be a lot of different Looking things. Looking for to look an at. edge, doesn't that apply? No I mean, yeah. okay. Um, so. You know, the, the, you know the, the, the Bears took Kevin White, West Virginia. That was like a seven overall. I, I don't think he played a dozen games for them. They have just not figured it out. I just I, – if you're a fan, be thankful, even though you want more. You want Tom Brady, you want Pat Mahomes, you want Super Bowls. You want, just be thankful that you don't have a, a Chicago Bears or Detroit Lions-type uh, leadership to keep you suppressed in permanent gutter despair. It would be pretty bad, Marty. We went, what, long, I don't know how many years, but a long time around here with having not – Losing, uh, having back-to-back losing seasons. Sorry to <laughs> took so long to spit that out, but you know it's something uh, to be said when your team is consistently competing, and when it's not, I just couldn't imagine. I really couldn't. No, I couldn't either. And, and so you're just thinking of next season and beyond. Break, make or break season for Matt Nagy. Okay, if they're if they're out of the playoffs again, what are you doing sticking around? It didn't work. It was not for real. Matt Patricia, the same thing. We might have made a mistake. Yes, you should see this right away at these conference uh, with the the NFC North, just because Minnesota got better and will walk away with the division. Detroit and Chicago, I mean, they're actively getting worse. So. Bad spot to be, but again, we don't know that we're going to play. We are in the desperate state, Corona Times. Yes, we are, Marty. Now, I, I do have one more question for you on this subject and um, about these young coaches. Do you think if, say, the Packers, Bears, even the Rams, some of these teams have really bad years, do you think the model of going and getting the – 28, 29, 30-year-old young hot assistant is going to finally be over or are we just going to keep hiring guys like that? No, I think think it already ended a little bit. Now, listen, Freddie Kitchen's a disaster. I mean – that guy's a that guy has a million dollars in his bank account, I guarantee you, for being one of the worst all-time NFL head coaches, okay? It's a disgrace, Uh, but it happened. It's okay. true. It's um, true. If you if you remember the young the young boy uh, young he almost looks like a young Catholic schoolboy in Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, well, that was one of the worst seasons you could put together in Cincinnati last year. And he was a young coach, and then you saw McVay slide off, and boy did they slide off. I mean, the Rams were supposed to be the new hot dynasty, were they not? Oh, Jeff Goff yeah. and McVay and his spike, and they were in LA is hot, it is sexy. We're off we go. Well, that came to a grinding halt really quick. Todd Gurley did not make it. It flamed out. It flamed out hard. Well. Sorry, I think that that's already stopping, and I think that 
we better see all those turn around. Now, one way is it's working well, and I know people like to get after him and get into him, is Shanahan. I think Kyle Shanahan, for a young head coach, young coordinator with Atlanta, Super Bowl experience, young head coach with the Niners, Super Bowl experience now, to me, that's He's get, he's still on the right trajectory going up as a young coach to where I don't know that you haven't seen the best of Sean McVay. It's over. We've seen the future is in the past. I don't I can't say that that's not the case with Shanahan future still much, much potentially higher. So there's yeah, a pause I on think, that. I, well, I th- yeah, I think Shanahan's a much different case. He had experience and not just talking about his dad, but um, there are stories around here about (laughs) how him and his dad used to study. So uh, the guy is a great coach and I think he always has been. So it's a different, a little different than, oh, this is our quarterback's coach and this guy had a great year. So now let's go hire him as our head coach of the whole team so that he can coach a quarterback. It's just, it's so stupid. How can teams be so stupid? With all that money on the line, it's just it's just really baffling. Well, they signed and, right back up for it, though, didn't they? With uh, bringing in the Minnesota coordinator um, again, they try. If you're Cincinnati or if you're Cleveland, boy, you better have gotten it right. How how many coaches and quarterbacks can one franchise chew through when other teams seem to never have this amount of turnover? It blows me away. The Baltimore Ravens, mind you, have had a 20 year coach, you know, a 8 year, a 12 year coach. Cleveland's probably had 12 in 20 years, you know, they're just not figuring it out. It doesn't seem to matter who owns it, who, who does it. They move, they come back. They're bad. Baker Mayfield, boy, everybody tells us every year, the Browns are so hot. They're so sexy. It's Odell Beckham. It's Baker Mayfield. This is the one. Yeah. You prove it, prove it. Yeah, they're going to have to prove it this year. That was the biggest flop in the league. Uh, And you're right, the coaching was just so bad that maybe that's just part of it. But they will. If if we have games in these corona times, Marty, Mm -hmm. they will have to prove it. No more hype for that team this year, right? There's no preseason. All this team's Super Bowl. Can they have to prove that they're even a playoff team? Yeah, exactly. If you're one of these experts that we heard so much about prior to last seasons about how this is a scary team and this don't say a word this year don't speak at all you should be ashamed of yourself embarrassed of yourself this team here should be looked at as yeah okay i i see win another one still more to prove this team can never stop proving enough because it's a putrid franchise that still that now has expectations and i'm sorry odell beckham i know you made that awesome one hand catch (laughs) over the head Okay, it's been downhill since then. <laughs> I was just thinking too. that yesterday, but I Let's was just see thinking that. How could is there ever been a guy that's had one catch, one catch, almost define his whole career? Eighty million dollar catch. It's unbelievable to me, and he's not a bad receiver, no bum or anything like that. But oh, yeah, Julio I, Jones. He I'm ain't Julio thinking, Jones. No, okay. no. Yeah. Um, so again, prove it. Okay, but they on paper, there should be no excuses, right? I mean, um, they're good defense. I mean, they play so hard. They've got the dog pound. Now with no fans and seats, you lose the element of the dog pound. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, maybe that will bring. Uh, Maybe it'll be like a you know alternate universe or something for the Browns where no fans there, 
and they'll start playing well. Who knows? That's, they're at their best. Well, I, hey, go ahead. I, I don't care. I say that still. Uh, uh, Harbaugh's division, and um, I have a hard time thinking that the brand new coaching and the upstart Browns are going to overtake that somehow. So, uh, again, prove it. Okay. Uh, that's the NFL up to speed with what we know. Um, we'll find not, out what else. Not much else going on, is there, Marty? Oh, no, there's not. That's why we desperately seek action. Um, we, de- we desperately seek. So are you going to keep watching and dealing with this uh, this KBO, this Korean League, or what's the deal? Is that already like such a uh, uh, XFL saw that it's over? What's the deal on it? Oh, no, I would love to enjoy it more. It's just the problem is that first night, it was reasonable time. It was on 1130 Mountain Time. But now, like, these games on tonight aren't on until, like, 330, uh, 4 o'clock or something like that in the morning. So that's probably not going to fit my schedule too well. So I don't know. I may have to just wait for uh, UFC this weekend, actually. So. Uh, now, is this KB? Is that something you need to kind of see live to really enjoy it? It wouldn't be something you'd record, watch the next day, pitch by pitch, breakdown analysis type stuff? <laughs> no, I don't even like watching football games on record, really. So, no, I would never do that. Like that element alive. But yeah, you got UFC going. UFC says uh, 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 full steam ahead. Um, so what? Fair enough. Fine enough. Good for them. Uh, if that's what that league shall choose. Now, in Corona times, okay, we're in protection. Um, now, I want to ask you, Nick, I know, Night Train, you are a single man. Uh, <laughs> you are a, you're out there, you're out and about. I want to know, are you wearing protection when you enter a... Walmart or shopping store or something like that. Are you going in in full gear, full gloves, masks? So where do you stand on this now that they've sort of reopened society and you're having these different – what are you doing when you're out and about? Well, yeah, a lot of these places are um, <laughs> are requiring. requiring it. Yeah, so you can't even – I had to put a mask on my son yesterday and uh, all that. So, yeah, it's uh, – I do. I put it on everywhere pretty much now. So I don't, not really for me, I'm not real worried about it, but it just, you know, it gives other people peace of mind, I guess. And especially, you know, when I deliver and Uber and stuff, it, I it, definitely want to be safe. So I do it there for sure. Well, and there's now some societal shame. Um, if there you know, is. Yeah. Yeah. I totally really agree. Think sometimes people will, you know, they'll kind of scurry out of my way. Now, I wear COVID protection, gloves, masks. If I'm in a store, I got to go to Walmart or whatever. I don't mind. I'll put the stuff on. I don't want to take any extra chances, right? Um, but some, they'll scurry out of the way. They'll scurry away. Um, and, and it's like, what are you looking at me for, lady? I'm taking precautions. Okay, back off. All right, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> it's just different times. There's no doubt. And how do you do it? You know, another mistake well, I'm people making. people are scared, Marty. People are scared. Yeah, they are scared. And, 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 you know, trust me, for some people, this is a killer. This is going to put you in the hospital and you don't come out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, there is reason to fear there's those cases. But one thing I've made a terrible mistake on, uh, a terrible error, is thinking I'm seeing people I know in the store that are, but they're wearing a mask. (laughs) (laughs) For example, Kelly. 
saw Kelly. Uh, we have a great friend, Big Kelly, CU Ram, CSU Ram, uh, alum. Yeah, we, we got to get Kelly on the pod here soon. Come on, he'll have some fun stuff and we'll bring him in. But I could have swore I saw him and I begin to say, you know, I'll be, I'll go over and say hi. I take taking eight steps. I was going to go up to a complete stranger and, and, <laughs> and enjoy the. I got to be careful of that in these chrono times because uh, with this protection, I mean, it's. It's like we're in the Wild West, man. Everybody's gunslick. Give me my stuff and I'm out of town. Well, Marty, I was wondering where you were going there when you said I'm a single man and did I wear protection? Uh, kind of That's a little had, had me going there, but yes, I am a single man wearing protection, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing it for the people out there, Marty. Well, I'll tell you, here's another funny story. I kind of got, I stepped in a little bit here and, uh, yeah, well, Marty went real quick here. We haven't gone over what's, what's been going on with your weekend. And so I know it's going to be Thursday when this comes out, but yeah, we need more stories. What's this story? Well, this was actually a work related incident and, um, you know, Corona is always on everybody's mind. And so I had, I had told, this pay, this person wanted to bring a dog into the office, and we were talking about how to break it to the person that, considering these times, it would not be appropriate to bring a dog in at this time. And then you start going into, well, you don't know where the dog's been. The dog could have been, you know, somewhere that has this, and you could, we can't guarantee it, so let's don't do any pets under this current situation, right? Okay. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable so far. And I just said to my coworker, colleague, I said, you know, I don't like, I don't allow shoes in my house either. And she <laughs> She goes, oh, really? And I said, no, it's disgusting. Why would you? Why would you watch your filthy shoes in your living room where you watch TV, where you have family? It's disgusting. And she left the room. And I thought, I guess that could be considered offensive if she wears shoes in her house. (laughs) And I'm now saying how disgusting it is. So she comes back through the room, into the room, moments later, gathers herself, I presume. And she goes, "What? who did you say you don't allow in your house? And I said, shoes. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said something else that rhymes with shoes. (laughs) No way. (laughs) you thought I said I'd all let juice in my house? Oh, I said, oh. And so I start busting my I said, I, I said, I said, you allow juice in your house? What are you, nuts? They're effing disgusting. That's what I'm talking about is shoes. She thinks I'm talking about juice. So I stepped in a big time. So we had to walk that one back here because I had come across as potentially, uh, well, next to Hitler, maybe the nastiest son of a bitch ever to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But not you our probably policy. had to walk that back real fast, Marty. But, but not hey. our policy. No, and we, hey, the listeners should know, you know. Well, that, we got uh, we have great listeners, and we have we have li- listeners of all sorts, all makeups, and uh, but it is. Uh, if I was to invite you into my home, I would ask you to take off your shoes. So uh, I ran into that, and then uh, you know, played outside. I've bought it's a lot of gardening. So we're working in the yard. We're trimming nice. the yard, manicuring the yard, trying to make useful of these chronotimes. Uh, I bought a kites. We're going to try kites. Oh. And the next uh, bluster of wind comes roaring through. Um, and, you know, we'll just kind of uh, take this next day. We're, we're luckily getting into weather that's favorable, seasonable, stuff you can do outdoors that you don't need social distancing for. Um, you can enjoy the peaceful air. That's what we're hoping to get to with the relinquish, releasing of society. Um, well, so, Marty, the, the only thing I can tell you, you know, in the words of the great Munson, 
is with these girls ears treasure these special times and really take advantage of them and enjoy them oh we will we do and uh you know it's a real hoot of course i never thought i'd be as good as painting nails as i've gotten (laughs) very tidy i'm doing things i never thought um Uh, good for you coming next uh no no i love it it's fun it's fine it's fair um and i'm starting to get the hang of this thing we've got some tweets we want to get into tweets of the day if you do say lead us off what are you getting into what hit the top of the twitter yeah, Marty, we're going to do a little segment on the pod called Tweet of the Day, just because we find, you know, especially with all of the people we text with during the day that um, find these amazing tweets. And my favorite, my Tweet of the Day, Marty, I don't know, maybe you can find some uh, audio that can give us some dynamic intro into this segment but my tweet well, we of the will. day but hey before you get going uh, folks uh-huh. listeners everybody uh casey mitch he's running the social team he's gonna get us tweets of these so that our listeners can go to the twitter page they can follow remember that's at marty and train but uh casey mitch will get all these up too so that you can go see exactly what we're talking about but these are pretty good go ahead train yeah so today's tweet of the day is from and i will cite and give credit to these tweeters out there so this is from at tomco underscore one t-o-m-k-o underscore one he says I'd rather get stung by a murder hornet than have to listen to another we will get through this or we are in this together commercial. And Marty, that just hit home. You know, I drive around all day, right? And I listen to these commercials. And it's like, how can every single one think it, every, every company that advertises on here think it's a great idea to come on with this sad music telling us we need to get, we're going to get through this and all You're this right. stuff. You know, it's just Not like, everybody wants to hear it, do they? Give me something else, please, right? Uh, Even a murder hornet. So well said. And Tomko, I say at this well point, said, bud. I say at this point, you bring on that killer hornet, that two inch B. We're already taking on Corona. That's nothing, <laughs> right? Uh, okay, that's pretty good. Now I got a new one here. Now this is Earl Thomas. Now this is crazy. This is a crazy story. This is oh, well. It, it starts to remind me of. And now this is getting a little morbid. This is getting a little bit. Uh, take you back to Steve McNair. That's what it kind of reminded me. Uh, if you remember the great late yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. To, oh my goodness! Uh, shot dead, killed, mistress, uh, murder, suicide. Lost him way too soon. Steve Should McNair. it easily happened here? Absolutely. NFL star Earl Thomas, lucky to be alive. His wife catches him cheating, pulls a gun. Now, this was caught some on tape, some on video from the loaded gun, finger on trigger, loaded bullets. Mind you, we are ready to fire. Wife finger on the trigger, one foot away from the head of Earl Thomas. Safety off. Safety is off. Ready to go. I mean, this is, if something goes wrong, we got a big problem here. We've got a big mess. Um, with threats, the other females... In the room, apparently came, perhaps coming to his aid, his wife says, I quote, got something for all you hoes, uh, and pulled the gun on them, too. This, you don't hear this. So he was cheating. He was He was infidel. Okay. She caught him, busted him. How he got busted is Snapchat. I guess he claims they had an argument. He was going to leave. It was his drinking. They left the home. She called him on it, found him via Snapchat, hunted him down, pulls the gun, loaded, 
under arrest, both of them. Um, she didn't know it was loaded, I guess. But Oh, you're kidding. It, yeah, I guess she thought that uh, there was no clip in there, so she thought it was empty, but there was actually a bullet in the chamber. So, yeah, if she would have, you know, acted like she was fake shooting them, it would have gone off. So, yeah, well, wild, wild story. But here's uh, another part of it, Marty, and I know I'm kind of like it's kind of weird to think about, I guess, of, in this whole deal, but – I can't imagine ever being in a bed full of women with my brother. <laughs> like, I just can't ever no. imagine that in a million years. I mean, I don't know. To each his own, I guess, right? But <laughs> just a wild story altogether. Huh? And you almost wonder how much of that Corona Times has made something like this happen. Because um, <laughs> this is uh, this is certainly not the reaction uh, you want so uh, yeah, people probably want to get back to some routine get some normalcy here um, this one's gonna there. yeah exactly so I was going to say this one ended much much better than um, we've seen those in the past yeah. but those are fun yeah so and of course send us your tweets this is at Marty and Train so you get a good one let's get them read let's look at them let's get engagement that's where you can follow all the stuff we're getting KC Mitch is going to do it um, hey you're going to still watch KBO when times come up, when time's available uh, for viewing. It's tough to stay up till 3.30. I get it. I'm hearing you there. I'm appreciating that. Other than that, we're going to wait, right? What's next? Well, it's all we can do is wait. But like you said, every there, stuff's coming out every day with these leagues about to start up. So, or, you know, at least revving up to start up, I should say. And so I think that's a good sign. And I, I do think that we're going to get there sometime soon. I hope so. We need it. We're ready for it. It's fun. We're uh, we're in season. We don't haven't had one thing of Cracker Jacks yet this year, uh, but we have KBO to sort of give us an appetizer. I'm sure it's not going to tickle us the way we are accustomed to, but it's all we have. Okay. I want to do another show ASAP. We thank you so much. Again, thanks again to Unruly Quilter, unrulyquilter.com, the damn grill, tech center, folks. This is just off I-25 and Tamarack. Fat Matt, working the thing, loving the thing, Bronco Burger, Wings, Queso Dip, everything you need, Grubhub, delivery at your convenience, no need to deprive yourself while sports are silent, still enjoy. And they'll be back at some point. Train, you got anything for these folks before we send them all home? No, everybody, just stay safe out there, and hopefully we can get all back to normal soon. Uh, I know a lot of people are hurting out there, so let's get this thing rolling. Let's get these sports going, and uh, let's get these bets going too, Marty, eh? <laughs> I like it, I like it, folks. Thank you so much. It's Marty and the Night Train. We'll catch you next time.
Sports are on pause doesn't mean you have to go without your neighborhood bar favorites. The Damn Grill Sports and Tap Room is making it easier than ever to enjoy your neighborhood bar favorites and have it all delivered to your door. Located in the Denver Tech Center just off I-25 in Tamarack, the Damn Grill is proud to offer its entire menu. Favorites like the Bronco Burger, a quarter pound cook-to-order patty, cheddar cheese, crispy fried onion rings, smoky bacon, and our house-made barbecue sauce. All this on a toasted bun. For easy online ordering and to view our entire menu, visit thedamngrill.com. Also available on Grubhub. The Damn Grill Sports and Tap Room, your neighborhood sports bar. 